Hello, well, welcome to the Third Half Podcast. This will be our fourth episode. We're going to have a pretty chill day today. What's on the topic? Uh, today we're just going to be talking about how coronavirus has been affecting the leagues, just like whatever updates are out. And we're going to also be talking about transfer rumors. Um, we were planning on giving you guys an update on the, who had the better... FIFA simulations for our teams that we made last week. Yeah, but, but uh, uh, we didn't get to finish it due to complications. Uh, we'll for sure have a few guys next episode. Yeah. Um. So we should, what are we doing? Like the. All right. So the, the first, first one. Yeah. Let's get the leagues out of the way first, right? Uh, Tiago, you can start us off with this one. What do you think about La Liga and how they're starting on, uh, well, group training, uh, June twenty eighth and. They're uh, well, May twenty May twenty eighth, yeah, and then they're supposed to be starting the league up in in June. I think that about makes sense. Spin, if you watch the news, is mostly simmered down. It's not nearly as bad. I know that um Italy was also this isn't Italy, sorry, but Italy was due to restart soon. But a lot of their players were found to have reaffect. I think nine players in total. Yeah, they I got know, retested. I know DiBala got tested like nine times. Yeah, DiBala apparently just got over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, nine I think it was like six from, times he was positive for coronavirus. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Nine players in the entire Italian league got retested and they had it. So I'm not sure what's gonna happen there. La Liga, obviously, that hasn't really been the case. So, I mean, I still think it's reckless to pick up the league considering everything that's going on. But I mean, all right, all right. But what about business is business? Business, yeah. business is business. Bundesliga though, coming back May 16th. I said May 10th. I feel like was my first day. I was close. I feel like. Uh, I don't know. They they handled the coronavirus much differently, much better than Italy, and much yeah, better than they Spain. They handled it very well. So they have they have things under control over there. I think them starting up the league, of course, uh, no fans. So I think that that's better. I'm and excited. They, they can make sense for Germany. I'm excited. I think I think playing in a stadium with no fans really uh, that kind of that kind of determines what kind of player you are. Like if you need like obviously fans are helpful you know what i mean but in like for example in the bundesliga especially there's like six different teams who have an opportunity to win this year and them being able to kind of drive off themselves like their internal drive to want to win and not necessarily have to rely on fans cheering them on to like get that inspiration to continue playing hard games i feel like that's going to really be where some some players get tested you know because it's like whether or not they have that mental strength to be able to to uh, you know, fight forward or not? Um, yeah, like we saw for uh, the PSG against uh, Borussia Dortmund. You know, we, we it would have been different. I believe the match would have been completely different if they had the fans. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I think PSG would have lost if they had the fans. I'm gonna be, even if, if it was it, one Dortmund know. fan at that stadium, PSG would have lost that. Yeah, game. PSG would have really? lost. Yeah, yeah. PSG, I don't know. Dude, PSG plays like shit in front of their own fans. How are they gonna like? I think PSG put that was probably PSG's best game this whole season. Like. It, Pichu should maybe think about this. Like maybe it wouldn't have been an easy game, but I feel like Dortmund just because PSG they don't have that culture, they don't have that rich fan support. So they're not really they're used to getting whistled at more than anything. Not like Real Madrid, but like so like if for them not having fans, it's kind of like oh well that sucks, I, but okay. But Dortmund I f- like I the like fans are literally a part of that team. Like they push that team I to be better. I feel like it would have been it would have been. Uh, I feel like PSG still would have won, but it would have been like a one zero match. You know that Neymar header match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. feel like it would have been a one zero. So I, I feel like PSG still would have won, but the fans definitely would have been yeah. harder. Right. Speaking, been speaking about game. PSG though, you know, League One they canceled their league. PSG was crowned titles, twelve points ahead 
um, which were, it was gonna happen. Yeah, they were gonna PSG win it. Like we all kind of knew, everyone knew PSG was gonna be the one who won it. But I feel like mathematically, there was a lot greater chance of someone else winning it than PSG. You know, like we're in the prem, for example. Like Liverpool is like what twenty two points ahead. Oh yeah, Liverpool's yeah. So ahead. so like if they canceled it and they don't give it to Liverpool, that's just wrong. But in League One's case, where they canceled it and there was actually still a pretty solid chance for second place to be able to catch up. Not that that it would have happened because you know it's, it's PSG yeah. and it's France, but you know there's a there's more of an argument there, and everyone just kind of accepted it. They were just kind of like, yeah, PSG, yeah. What's called a uh, Leon are really upset right now because I think they're out of Champions League places right now. Yeah, but off by like two or three points, they're actually threatening to sue yeah, the yeah, French affected, football. It affected their transfers. The play, the player, right. the player contracts because they had players who on contract were like if they didn't qualify for Champions League, had like a. Uh, their uh, their market value drops by a certain amount, and they can almost like leave almost for free. Right. And they're good players, and and a lot, like you know some of these bigger teams or bigger than Lyon were looking at them, and now Lyon's gonna be screwed, you know, for next season. But with that, the um did, the, the so Netherlands, also Netherlands canceled completely. Ajax, yeah. Right. But Netherlands. Did they give the title to Ajax? No, they, no, they, I don't nope. think they did. Yeah, they, they they have they don't have a single uh, they don't have a victory. They just don't have a champion. This I year. think the second place team said that they're willing to play Ajax as like a final just to see who would who would be the one to win it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the league like well one the Netherlands government or however I would say that the the, the FA the, the FA yeah the the football federation there um, said. No. And then the government actually, like, the government themselves, like, no sporting events in this country going on until this is over. do it outside. See, that's what, that's what, that's what PSG said. Because, uh, you know, Champions League is the home and away match, right? And in France, their government said no sporting events, no mass gatherings are happening whatsoever. And then the PSG president came out, like, the next day and was like, we'll just play somewhere else. Like, we have no problem with just paying someone else. That, like, I mean, it's PSG. They have... They have money. They were the richest club in the world, and now they are the second richest club in the world. Yeah. But uh, that's <laughs> that's a topic for something else for a later time. Uh, the Prem, we still have no update with what they're doing. The Prem is planning <clears throat> on uh, neutral venues, what they're doing. So... Oh, that's that matter? Good. There's no fans. Why? Yeah. I, don't Why I forget. I forget the reasoning behind it specifically. I was looking. I was looking into it though. They're planning on neutral venues just to give no one a real advantage, I guess. But like, what advantage? It's the. I don't understand. What Bro, England's like this big. Like just playing at home, playing on a turf you recognize. Some fields are different than other fields. No, I so am, like you understand. I understand like, that, yeah. but it's still like. No, it's not drastic, but it's also I think to keep. I'm honestly not sure. I just know that they're proposing to play at eight to ten neutral venues, and I know some teams, especially in relegation, like the bottom, like six or seven, are really upset about it because, for some reason, and I don't know how, a lot of the lower half teams haven't played most of their home games yet. So I think it was Brighton in particular. They're like two points above relegation, and they're upset because I think six out of their last nine games were supposed to be at home. Well, you know what that means. Sucks to suck. It is what it is. You should if you played it's, better. It's the scheduling, yeah. yeah. Kind of makes it suck. Right, so it's like they're upset because obviously neutral venues takes away whatever. Like, but there the very... really wouldn't have been much of an advantage anyway. Like, well, you're uh, telling it, me if you play Man advantage... City and you're in your own home with an empty stadium, that, what's that going to do? There's for the you? one advantage Absolutely of not having nothing. not to travel, which obviously that's not a lot. But still, like you don't have to travel. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't need to worry about catching anything as much because you're just literally leaving the training ground to the main pitch. 
it's a round you recognize like you know it inside out you know the dimensions some fields are bigger or smaller than others that does have an effect Mm -hmm. so it's just like it's small things like that and i'm pretty sure they're just making the case because obviously they're two points above relegation and they don't want to risk being relegated yeah but it's a i think it's that's a stupid not a valid argument but it's an argument that's a stupid argument i I really hope i really hope they just whatever i just want these games to happen um, so for... I think, if we can go back to France real quick, they made PSG's no, champion. I don't think we should. Alright, moving on. <laughs> wow, alright. <laughs> no, they made PSG's champion. Did they pick someone to get relegated as well? Um, no, I think what they're doing is the f- first, uh, the first place for the second division, uh, or like, however many teams it is that they swapped, like, I don't know if it was two or... or I think it's three. Or three, or, yeah, it was one of those. Yeah. I think it was like the last three and the first three from the last one, they play each other. Or they're going to be doing something there, and then whoever wins stays and whoever loses doesn't. Oh, okay. That's, that's I think, I think I don't know if that's how they're doing it or if they're doing it where it's just next season we're just keeping the same table. Yeah. They're thinking of uh, pausing VAR for the rest of the season. Oh, that is five, true, yeah. The five, five sub rule that a lot of uh, leagues are going to be implementing. See, I'm so. I'm all for pausing VAR because obviously it's not really working right now. So I'm okay. At least get, in the prem. It's I'm, not. I'm okay with giving it a break for a bit. But why? Because of the five subs. Because the five subs time are already going to waste more time. But it's still going to be done in three intervals. I don't know, dude. <laughs> what do you mean in three intervals? They're saying like you can make up to five subs, but you still need to do it in three different cases. You can't. Oh, have five so you subs. can't have five separate. Right. Okay. Yeah. So Mourinho's a little disappointed there. Yeah. Obviously. What's he gonna do for those last five minutes? Did you see all those memes over there? He was like. They, uh, you go to extra time and it's like the 115th minute and you waste you make, yep, by one, sub, one sub every yep. minute. I was rolling because I was like, that's, that is most definitely the that's most something you would do. do. I no, think they, they definitely have to implement the rule. It can't do sub the last five minutes of the game. But I was thinking like, you know, some people want that, but I was also thinking, what if you sub on a player that changes the entire game? Last you know, five they, minutes. last five minutes goes in. Yeah, uh, should have, go should have subbed him off on the sixth minute. <laughs> that's, the, that's it it's literally one minute 60 seconds I don't know it's just well honestly if, if you implement don't sub the last five minutes people are just gonna sub in the last six minutes yeah Yeah. so it's not gonna like, it's not gonna do much of a difference I just feel like the last five minutes though should be complete uninterrupted play and then yeah. plus for like for tournament wise people will make those subs late in the game just cause of penalties that's true alright so f- let's hit on that Newcastle note I bet Newcastle is now the richest club in the entire world worth how many billion? Two hundred and sixty-eight billion. I don't know. I don't know how much that guy owns. A um, lot. A lot. He owns a lot. You know. That's that was the most wild. That came out of nowhere too. Like well, yeah, to they fair, were talking about it and yeah, everything. Newcastle's been but... ta- been talking about getting taken over for a few years now because everyone hates Mike Ashley. To be fair, he's kind of ran the club to shit, so no one really blames the fans for hating on him. But this was completely unexpected. Wish that had happened to Arsenal. Oh. But, you know, it's all right. Like, last year, there was talk about, I think it was an American company buying out Newcastle. And then Mike Ash at the last minute was like, yeah, no, I actually want to keep the club. And everyone got pissed. And then he sacked Rafa Benitez. And everyone got really pissed. Rafa Benitez is trash. Not at Newcastle. I mean... He was Newcastle's He's not bad savior. at lower-level teams. He's, he's, not, he's, he's worse when he, the higher he goes. Yeah, fair. Yeah. 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 At Newcastle, he was literally their saving grace. But this came out of literally out of nowhere. It was like one morning Newcastle United fans just protesting again. The next morning, some Arabic billionaire. It was the Prince of Saudi Arabia. Wasn't the it? Prince of Saudi Arabia. Jesus. So, something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just decided, hey, kind of like that jersey and just went all in for him. 
It's the, it's the most basic black and white striped jersey. Yeah, don't they have seahorses on their emblem, though? Yeah, they have a little seahorse yeah, on the side. Yeah, horses, you know? Maybe he likes seahorses. Maybe. I mean, you just never yeah, know. Maybe. No, but, but... Oh, no, continue. No, you go ahead. No, go. No, no, you go. No, just... Well, if I had something to say, say, I'd go, but... <laughs> say, say what you need to say. No, I was just going to talk about uh, some transfer rumors, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, with, I was going to do the same. Yeah. So, that's great. So, with Newcastle um, having so much money now... Uh, apparently, Newcastle is going to be making a big splash. And then, in... because of coronavirus, well, this actually could happen because oh, thanks for the um. Well, this is to add on to your point. <laughs> U UEFA, that's the organization. They're thinking of pausing financial fair play for like the next two transfer oh, windows. Oh, it's over for it's over. Oh, like, it's over see, for all small and, teams well, are done, the, all, and, no, and especially all Newcastle, all they're going to be these, dominating now. No, all of these big teams are just going to be, you know. Selling a lot of their players to buy other players. Newcastle doesn't need to do that. I mean, yeah, they'll sell players to make room for the. I mean, right. they can also just cancel contracts and pay out, pay, like just the, pay them off. The, the amount of money that it would, I, I'm not too sure about this, but I'm with. I don't know anybody of, you know, high, like you know, uh, what's it called? Caliber. Caliber. Yes, thank you. At Newcastle, like I don't know anyone who's worth a lot at Newcastle. You know what I mean? So. That's true. But like, they can most definitely, if he wanted to, just buy them all out their contracts and be like, you're all free agents, go find your own teams, and just start the screen, the team practically from scratch, this transfer window. Yeah, but there there isn't that many big, uh, not too many big player teams, big players are going to want to go to that team. Anyway, what are you talking about? You're talking about, you're talking you, about Mbappe? You you're talking about Mbappe wouldn't want to go at New, to Newcastle right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you, it, they've seen what, you know, they've seen Manchester City, they've seen PSG, they've seen Chelsea. what they can... Che I wouldn't really say Chelsea. Chelsea. Chelsea succeeded, though, bro. Yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea yeah, won, won a Champions, Champions League. league. They won yeah. the league True. a couple yeah, of times. True, yeah, but in the first few years, like the first five, ten years, yeah. Chelsea was getting crapped on just like City was. City still is. City still has been. Tottenham has made it further in the Champions League without spending a single dime one season where Man City has spent a billion... <laughs> And I can't even 1. make it past... 1.1 billion in the last 10 years I did a project on this. You did? Nice. And and they can't even make it past, what, round of 16? Quarterfinals max? Quarterfinals. That's no, just... semifinals was max. When? Semifinals. Yeah, it was against Madrid. Against Madrid. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But Tom, I, did, I remember final. I did a project on this. Oh, I know all right. the stats. I know all the data. All right, well, that's just still upsetting. You know uh, what I mean? Not, and no it, one's it, proud it's of the that. Same thing, it's the same thing for, for PSG as well. Oh, like, yeah. They've spent... It, it was two hundred twenty-two million for one player. So over the last ten years, how many? How many? They've actually spent less than Manchester City. Oh gosh. Well, they spent eight hundred fifty-seven. Their takeover million. was uh was later than ours as well. Yeah. And they still haven't really managed to get anywhere. So and the thing is that these they're gonna want to buy the like, uh, there's a uh, rumors that Arturi Vidal, you know, rumors are going everywhere because you know the guy took over to but, Newcastle. Yeah, to Newcastle, yeah. you know, Arturi Vidal. There's rumors, Coutinho. There's rumors of all these players. But genuinely, I think that the players that are going to go are the players that are, like, good, but kind of, you know, not finding a space within the big teams. It's kind of, so, I think it'd be more so like a Rabio. Like, it'd feel like more like Rabio-level players. Where it's like, you're above average for sure, but your team was not a team that would win. Yeah. Like, I feel like if they wanted to, they could probably draw on a lot of, like, top English players or, like, up and coming. Like, I feel like if Newcastle tried, they could probably get Harry Kane. I feel oh, like they, yeah. I feel like they could probably get Gareth Bale. They could get oh, oh for okay. sure yeah, Gareth Bale that would yeah. be that'd be nice that'd be lit if they manage to get Gareth Bale uh, 
I mean, he's only just one player, but I like, hope he goes to Tottenham, though. I genuinely do. I hope honestly, goes, that'd be nice. I hope he goes home. You know, <laughs> I hope he goes home. Yeah, honestly, bro, these, late, these yeah. players are gonna start seeing that they they're gonna want a reputation behind the club. They're gonna want to see how the club's going. How the well, that's why um that Newcastle does have a reputation in England. England, it was a good team twenty some years ago. They had <laughs> Alan Shearer. They had all them back then. <laughs> oh gosh, so, I'm so sorry, guys. I just had to sneeze. Twice. All right, well, we need to end the podcast and move ten years away from now. <laughs> That's but, not a distance. Um, <laughs> ten years is not a distance. Ten years is not a distance. Light right years. First. That's a distance measured in time. That's crazy. Okay. All right. Let's get back. Um, Newcastle does have history within England. They were successful 15, 20 years ago. They do have. They had big name players like Alan Shearer, like I mentioned. Mm-hmm. That's why I think if they wanted to, they could try to get Kane. They could try to get Bale. No, just because like appeals to that English culture. What a, yeah. Because like true. a Spanish player is not going to give a crap about Newcastle 20 years ago. Yeah. But someone who grew up watching those players, they might feel attracted but, to it. That's true, but what I was mainly talking about was like they want like to see what the club's doing in terms of like now, like what are you doing with the money that's gonna make like right. so big, big. They could end up getting like let's say I think they'll get they're gonna buy some project. big English players and like a few other ones as well. Yeah. Obviously, that'll fit into the system. Like, yeah. let's and say, then eventually get like no, I think, the top. I think let's say like people. they start to succeed and their plan starts to work and they to hit top three mm-hmm. within the or top four within the. The prem very early, right? So and then players are going to be more, people, yeah. yeah, like okay, so like there's this team is serious now. Let's go. Who and who? I, and it'd be more. What team? More what Zaha. team has Wilfred Zaha? Zaha at Crystal Palace. I can see Crystal. I can see them going. Yeah. For, I can see them going for players like along along that echelon right there. So, that's fair. So it's like, yeah, that, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. I said echelon. Echelon. <laughs> but like but yeah, it, that does right. Anyway, no, I can see them going for like players like like Wilfred Zaha because it's like they're. They're too good for where they're at right. right now, but you would never be like, yeah, Wilfred Zaha is most definitely like a, a Bayern or a Barca or, or a Madrid level player. Like he's not, but he's better. He's than, good. He's better than a yeah. Crystal Maybe Palace. Maybe one day he'll sure. be there, but he's not there. So now. I think I think those are the type of players that they'll go for. And honestly. You said the thing where it's like, oh, maybe, you know, like, within, if they do it early, they only really have one year to do that. Because financial fair play is going to kick in after the second year. No, I understand, but... So they have, they have this transfer window, or they have, they have this transfer window, and then half of next season, to show, like, oh, yeah, guys, we could do something to attract maybe two more big-name players, mid-season transfer, to then, during the summer transfer, if they manage to get to, like, sixth place, that's already huge for them. Right, if they make it into the top... Because then, like if, if, they, eight, if they get into if they get into Euros, if they get into Euros, Europa. that's all, yeah, Europa. Oh my gosh, if they if they make it into Europa, like that's more than enough to 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 like, hey, you know, we made it to Europa. We just got this money. We we just got all these players. Right. Come here. We're gonna win Europa. No, Euro, Europa we're gonna, isn't enough to attract players. No, but that's not the point. The point is, you went from being like a twelfth place team. To being a team that can win Europa in only one year, so then your second year, that 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 transfer window between your first and second year there, that's where you sign all the real big ones and be like, all right, so we're gonna pay Europa, we're gonna win Europa, yeah. and next year we're gonna be in Champions League no matter what. Yeah, I feel like the most important transfer, like we've talked about a lot of players, but most importantly that Newcastle can get is a good manager. And they've been linked with Pochettino a yeah. lot. I feel like that'll also help They've also been linked to George Jesus from Flamengo. From Flamengo. Oh, okay. All right. First of all, he's not going there. Yeah, I don't think. No, he's, he's probably go. not going. He but said, still, like the fact said, that they're trying. Yeah, he said the only clubs he'd leave Flamengo for would be like you know Barcelona, Real Madrid, Liverpool. Well, Newcastle in three years though. 
know. Let's see what they can do with this money during when there is no financial fair play because that's that's gonna because if they can't even make it with financial like without financial fair play with financial fair play they're not gonna be doing. Wait, anything. when is PS- when is uh, uh, Champions League coming back? August. August. Yeah. August. Yeah. I think the final is scheduled for August twenty seventh. What does Barcelona have in terms of like tournaments that would help prepare them? Because Nothing. PSG has like they don't have the league anymore, but at least they have like uh, I think some cup games. No, they don't have any. No, all of it's I canceled. Think it's all of it's canceled. canceled. Don't they have right. some the no. two cup games coming in no. like, later in the year? No. I'm like it's all sure. all of, any game held in France is canceled though. Any event held in. All right. Well, as Jonathan fact checks that. All right. As Jonathan fact checks that, um, PSG really doesn't have anything except for training amongst themselves. Uh, and right. that and that's not even in France. They wouldn't be able to do it in France. They can go to Monaco, which is technically a different country. <laughs> and train with Monaco. And train, yeah, and train with Monaco, but they can't. Uh, they can't train. They can't do anything in France. That that's what their that's what their main thing is. Right. But at the moment, I believe Champions League. It's supposed to be a mini three week tournament, played in the final. Supposed to be in Turkey. So I think the entire tournament is supposed to be played in Turkey, one legged games. Over the three weeks, games every week, about three or four days, and then the final on the twenty seventh. I love the fact that it's gonna be one-legged games. I don't like that. No, dude, this. You know what that means? Because you're already on neutral ground. What are you gonna do? You're gonna argue a home and away? No, you're on neutral ground. Nobody knows this freaking country. It's just one game. We gotta get this done, and it's just gonna show you how clutch these players are. That's all. That's that, that's what this year's Champions League is about. Clutch players. If you're not clutch. I'm sorry. You could be the best player in the world. You're not making it. Well, I don't like that because literally you could have one bad game, one bad pass, and that just kills you. You're done. All right, yeah, that's fine. And, like, yeah, sure. Like, I completely see what you're saying about, like, it shows, like, big game players, everyone needs to step up. But, like, bro, you get a, I don't know. You do something, like, you do one stupid mistake, and that's it. You're done. Then you shouldn't have made the mistake. Then you're not that clutch. That's not what that means. Then you're just not that's that clutch. The, no, that's then you not, just can't handle the pressure for that one match. That. Then no, you're just not it. Not and the fact that you, the fact that you literally need to play, it's not like a final. I get it. Like you're mentally preparing for that one game for like three weeks, but now you're playing like four finals basically in a row. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. That's lit. That that'll determine who can no, really handle it and who can't. I don't think it's the pressure. I don't think it's anything about that. I think it's just like, like if you have a bad day. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's a lot of pressure that to be to a lot exactly of perfect. Listen, if, you have, if one player has one bad day, like you could be a Champions League winning team, but if freaking Thiago Silva has a bad game for PSG, they're out. That's it. Oh, you know what that means? Hmm. They, okay, so I'm just reading here that PSG can't, uh, like the, the French guy said they can't have any sporting events until September. And I'm just reading that like PSG has to prepare to play their games outside of France. Not France, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not out like I, I, we literally just said that. No, it did, because I was thinking that like they would play in like neutral ground, but like in Spain and stuff like that. No, just outside of France, they just, they just can't be in France. They can, they can go to Monaco, like I said, which is right there. No, but I don't think they. I don't know. I think Monaco, Monaco and France, basically the same shit. They're no, it's not, not. Monaco has their own government. I understand, but whatever France does, Monaco follows. I have I have yet to read a statement coming from Monaco, so I oh, literally everything ju- the Pope says because <laughs> they're just following everything France is saying. I guess, Bunch but then yeah, then they just go to Spain or they'll go to Italy or they'll go or they'll go straight to Turkey. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They'll they'll play against the. I don't think they play in Turkey. PSG would play in Turkey. I don't think anybody's gonna play in Turkey until yeah. Well, yeah, but it, wherever 
they're just going to be playing outside. So they're if anything, PSG is going to be the most prepared team because they can't even be they can't even train at home. Like you have to train outside, so you're going to be fine. Like I think they're going to be good. Um, but back to that whole thing, you know, with the pressure and the the one, the the one leg games. I think that's great. I feel like that's just, like the thing about it. Ronaldo has a reputation for being clutch. This guy always shows up when he has to, except for the Euros final where he got injured, but then showed up as the freaking coach. Um, so that'll be that. That's that'll be. There's two things here. There's three players that can really benefit from this. If Ronaldo manages to win it with Juve, he'll be known as the most clutch player of all time. Who's Juve? Who's Juve winning? Wait, who's Juve going up against? The next round hasn't been drawn yet. Who they already beat? Who did it be? That's a good question. Just pull it up. All right, I'll Just pull it up. It there. Yeah, and then uh, Messi can prove that he's finally clutch because. Every time he's has been needed, like especially when it comes to with Argentina, um, Barcelona, the one other the one other Champions League he won more recently was with Neymar and Suarez still there to help him, you know, even with Iniesta or Iniesta was there, right? That was Iniesta's Iniesta last was one, there. yeah. So yeah. Iniesta was there too. So this would be Messi's one time, one chance to really be like, I have no support and I'm gonna win. No, this. they have one more leg. Sorry, Juve. Who do they play? They have uh, Lyon. And Lyon, oh, that was Lyon a tight beat game. them 1-0. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I don't, honestly, I don't think Juve is going to win this. Ronaldo, this one-leg game is not going to help them at all. They're not going to win this. Juve is not winning Champions League. Dang. The next game would have been at Juventus too, right? Yes. Yeah. Wow, okay. Well, I mean... Well, that's why they're doing one, right? Because because everyone else also has... Like, they have yeah, to finish those a lot of A lot right. of teams have one. Like, Bayern, Chelsea, Barcelona, Napoli... Uh, Man City, can they just Madrid, they they can honestly just omit Bayern Chelsea really three zero uh no because Chelsea, whose home was that that was uh, Chelsea's home yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly they, they 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 I mean like at this point obviously they're gonna play is but home. it's not even they're gonna go wait you're really gonna go to Germany just to get smacked well no they're not gonna go to oh Germany. no yeah they're gonna it's be, gonna be they're probably gonna go to it's turkey gonna be or wherever turkey. just to get smacked like it doesn't I matter i don't think they're gonna have any games in turkey i think the only game they're gonna have is the final no what they're proposing is literally like a three-week thing all in turkey, in turkey. We, are, we stated this like where have you been really we yeah. said this oh i was probably looking something up that's probably why it was no mentioned. you yeah. were literally all right irrelevant <laughs> the we'll rank on them afterwards yeah the the whole the whole point is Oh yeah, so yeah, Messi can finally prove that he's clutch. Ronaldo can continue proving that he is clutch, and Neymar can come out and prove that, you know, he can do it without fans because it's not like PSG has real fans anyway. But then there's also the whole Man City thing. I don't know if the two-year ban is gonna continue to stay valid, or like upheld. I don't know what's going on. And either. if it's and if it is upheld, they need to win this one just you know to make a statement. I don't know what's going on. They're, they said they're going to appeal it, but obviously that's not really a priority for the the cast. I don't, I know, I don't know what it's called in Portuguese. The Court of court Arbitrage Sports. The Sports Arbitration Court? Sure. Something like that. That sounds Sa- like a direct it's translation. In, it's in Sweden or Switzerland or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Sweden. Sweden, was it? That sounds like a direct translation. The CAS group, right? It's always in Switzerland. So they made their appeal, but obviously the CAS group was like, yeah, cute but we're not really focusing on that right now because the world's falling apart so i don't really know all right moving on now to actual like what's happening right now 
transfers. Yeah, let's do it. First one on the list, it's actually already been completed, but Ziyech to Chelsea. That's one. That one's actually been known for a really long time, since before coronavirus happened. Yeah, really. that one, um, ironically, the January transfer window finished, and Chelsea announced that like three days after. Yeah, but that's, I think they did that because they didn't want, like, during the transfer window, because Ziyech isn't, he's not going there now, is he? No, he's, no, going, he's going next in, season, yeah. yeah starting so, so I think that the whole thing was not to to create any form of like expectation that he's ho- coming right now yeah or, or like any maybe even possible hostility or anything against Ziyech at Ajax or something you know it's like if because if, imagine if they announced it as soon as the deal was done what if it was done mid-January they, the fans wouldn't want to continue and then to you see say him. hey we're gonna get this guy next year yeah just like, like they would it, it, it wouldn't for, but in Ziyech's case in Ajax like the fans might not appreciate him even being on the field if it was announced during the transfer window, and he stayed there. No, I don't think so. Because for uh, I mean, it was De Jong, a for Barcelona, um, when he went, the fans were all applauding him at the airport and like thanking him and stuff. Yeah, but that was very different because De Jong was like their whole main guy. I mean, like Ziyech, you're gonna be Ziyech's been their guy for a while. Yeah, to be honest. they wouldn't be there without Ziyech either. Ryan, He's helped both them up for about three, four years now. Yeah, I mean, he missed a lot of chances against Tottenham, but still. Somehow, man, <laughs> he couldn't have taken one. All he needed was one. That's all, right, all he needed. Next one. Aubameyang to Madrid. Um, I don't know if that's gonna happen. I think it's just a rumor. I think it's because he wants to go to Madrid. Oh, he's wanted to go for a few years now. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad for him because he said it like that was like his childhood dream to play there eventually. And I mean, I think it's Ziyech, kind of everyone's childhood yeah, dream. But like with Ziyech not, I mean not Ziyech. What the hell am I saying? With uh, Jovic not performing well, and uh, possibly you know either leaving or being sent on loan or whatever. And Benzema getting older, they might bring him on. I can see that as a short term. As a short term, give him like a two year, two maybe three year contract, just to kind of have him. You know, he he, his dream was fulfilled and everything else. But I don't see it as like a. I don't think it would actually happen. I don't think he's not a Madrid style player. Perez wouldn't. Perez most Perez lets. Perez lets you know, who he's interested in. From the like from before. A transfer is even possibly like anyone ever thinks about a transfer. So with the fact that he's never even thought to comment on Aubameyang, kind of leads you away from that whole purchase to begin with. True. Plus he's not French, so Zidane, Zidane doesn't want him. Exactly. Oh, that's true. He's not French or speaks French. Oh uh, so. yeah. So what, what's this guy doing? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Jaden Sancho to United. That's, that's, Tia, this is a crazy this, one. Let's bring it up to Tiago. What do you think about this? What do you, do you think is going to happen? See, personally, I'm not a fan of this move, right? But because of a very special secret source I've been in contact with, I've been informed that this move is going to happen this summer for 163 million euros. And I don't know when it's going to happen, but I know that basically everything's agreed behind the scenes. Like, they're ready to have the photo shoot taken. They've got his jersey number picked out, whatever it is. Maybe the number seven, because hopefully someone will actually fill that number seven, because it hasn't been filled well since Ronaldo left. But you all heard it here second, because I heard it first. Jaden Sancho <laughs> to Manchester United for 163 million euros. I, I personally don't believe it's going to happen, but you have a super secret special I source. have an insider source. Okay. We can't get any insight into... Who or uh, what that source is? He only contacts me late at night. Oh, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sus, bro. Okay. It's really, it's, I don't know. All right, all right. Anyway, anyway. That's all I can really say. I hope that doesn't happen. 
Oh, I hope it. I hope it doesn't well. happen. I think Bruce. If Bruce, I, I don't care if a team offered me two hundred million for this kid, I wouldn't let him go. There'd be no way this kid would legit have to force a move out the way Neymar forced to move out of Barca in order for him to go. I'm not letting Jaden Sancho go if I were Bruce. And if Jaden Sancho forces way out of Dortmund, Holland's to also United, going too. Jesus Christ, kid. Check. <laughs> you need better yeah, he's morals. He's only twenty years old. No. That's the sign of a. That's the sign of an idiot twenty year old. Like if, it doesn't matter. If I was no, and it can, and you also just need to be aware of what's going on. If if you're Jordan, Jaden Sancho, just look at the the condition which Manchester United's in. Would you even want to think? I don't. I wouldn't. Okay, I would only go now if they would offer me because I'm not a player. <laughs> but if I'm playing for one of the best your clubs in the world, especially in New York. Especially in Europe, like I would not leave to Manchester United because they're not there anymore. They're because they're going to become a history club. No, I think they with with um, Bruno Fernandez going there, and uh, you know, like if Pogba comes back from injury, ever. and and ever, yeah, like this guy twisted his ankle and has been out for six months. Andre Gomez was, had his foot pointing the wrong way. He was gone for two. I don't understand what the hell's going on there, but you know, like if if things do start to turn up a little bit for United I can see where Jaden Sancho would be like I'd want to be part of that upbringing story right. you know what I mean but otherwise it's not gonna have but I think I think honestly though that would it wouldn't be bad because Jaden United would finally have somebody on the left that does the left will they have that Rashford or Martial normally out there right right like I both of them would rather play the center this yeah so and then who Jesse Lingard is on the bench I don't know why he's still there. I'd get rid of Jesse. He's the best player in the world. That's why. I'd he's, get rid he's of. He's an upcoming prospect. Yeah, he's got a bright future. Yeah, he's twenty-seven years old. I would. I, I would have gotten rid of Jesse. Jesse. Honestly, if a team offered me three million for Jesse, Lingard, if I, I was Jesse Lingard, you know what I'd be saying? I'd be like, hey guys, let me get my South American revival going. <laughs> like, yo, guys, buy me. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be asking for much. Like, buy me for like twenty-eight million euros. Like, I'll get a salary of 50. Like, I just want to get out of here. 50,000 yeah. 50, pounds. <laughs> like, he, he needs, he needs, he just gotta go. He needs some, he needs to go somewhere to revitalize his career. Absolutely. Because it's not working for him. Like, he's, he, I honestly never really thought he was that nice. I don't know why England keep calling him up either. Like, that makes no sense. Like, that makes no sense. But it, that's not even, that's short supply. England. Irrelevant. Jaden Sancho going there, I think, would be stupid. Um, if he moment, leaves, I agree. if he leaves, Holland's also gonna leave, and Bruce does not want that to happen. No, I don't think Holland would. If he leaves, Holland has a release clause in the contract, though. Yeah, sixty million. It's a stupid low. But I don't think he would. Holland would leave because Jaden Sancho left because he he just would have no supply. He just, he, he just signed them. He just signed in for them. Ah, uh, bro, I don't know. You know, I don't think Holland is. Yeah, if Sancho leaves this summer, I could see Holland leaving next. Yeah, and next that's only summer. if Dortmund dip. If yeah, Dortmund right. still do well, I don't think he'd want to leave. Absolutely. But Holland, Holland and Pogba, because they, I think they both have the same agent. They've both been linked to Real Madrid, because the the agent himself said he's like, yeah, I'm gonna bring a big name signing this summer, to Madrid. So if Does it's Holland, Holland speak French. I, I don't think it matters. Jovic doesn't speak French either, and he's trash. So <laughs> he's gotta go. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think. Said, I, I honestly don't Holland think. Holland and Pogba both. Have I want yeah. They and that's one of them. Okay, then Pogba's gonna go. It's not gonna be Holland. I really hope, dude. What is Pogba gonna do in that midfield? He's gonna midfield? walk. He's gonna walk. He's in not gonna park. do anything in that he's midfield. He's gonna bro. walk just like he walks. I think Pogba going to Real Madrid would be the biggest waste of time and money that Madrid could have possibly Zidane put in. Zidane is smart. 
right? I don't know. Maybe he's a secret, super secret Barca fan or something. He puts Hazard in the game. Doesn't do shit, right? And then he puts. And then he's gonna get a player like Pogba, right? So you have an overweight Hazard, a, a Pogba who walks. You know, you just d slowly just destroying the team. It's just. It's beautiful. It's almost beautiful. Especially since their midfield. They don't need to, like, overhaul it. Like, yeah, you got to get rid of Cruz. You got to get rid of Modric. But bringing in Pogba would not be nah, the See, Zidane too. knows that in three years, if these young prospects that Madrid have work out, they're going to be unstoppable. So he's just raising the stakes, bringing up the drama a little bit. Oh, yeah, we're going to sign Pogba, watch him do nothing. Oh, my God. We're going to get second place on Luke Champions League. Oh, no. Oh, no, so scary. And then Vinicius Jr., Rodrigo, Henier, Hakimi... Uh, Odegaard. Odegaard are all going to come back, do bits. They're going to win the next five Champions League. Zidane's going to be like, ha ha. All uh, part of the plan. All part of the plan. <laughs> Just raising stakes, keeping you on your toes. I, yeah. I, I guess. Soccer's a drama, you know? It's exactly. entertainment. That's all right. That's what he's giving us. Sané to Bayern. Apparently, there was an incredibly disrespectful yeah, figure was, being thrown around. Yeah, it was 40 million, 40 million euros yes. for Sané. They offered Dude, how? Honestly, that's... Uh, that's what you'd give to like a nineteen-year-old Brazilian player, Vinicius Junior. <laughs> <laughs> no, Vinicius Junior cost fifty. No, he cost forty-five. 45. Yeah. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's worse. That's because Rodrigo was fifty, Vinicius Junior was forty-five, Henier, who hasn't seen the first team was yet, like was thirty-five. So to say Sane is worth only forty. Bayern Munich is smoking crack. I heard somewhere that, like, I don't know if this is true, but they would rather sell it, sell, sign it for free to another club than to give it for 40 million for Bayern Munich. Oh, At 100%. this point, I hope, part of, like, I want Neymar to go back to Barcelona very badly. Part of me hopes Barcelona just kind of looks at, hey, Sane's got one year left in his contract. That kid's pretty good. And just pays, like, five, like, if it's $3 more than what Bayern Munich offer, please just take it. If Barcelona offer forty million and three dollars for Sané, <laughs> just take it. Long story short, Barcelona has Bayern Munich has been very disrespectful, and they've been ta talking up Sané for the past year now, acting like he's their player, trying to get him for literally the past year. Their president has talked about him, their players have talked about him, their manager talked about him and got fined because of it. You know, mm. you know what I was actually thinking. Um, because let's be honest, that's the, such a disrespectful the Bayern like board and the German board in terms of the German uh, Federation for Soccer, mm -hmm. you know, national team, they're pretty close. All right, let's be honest, right? They're pretty close because they get a lot of their players, and I think that Sané wasn't called up to the World Cup, so he can because he doesn't play. In yeah, because he doesn't play, so they have. So he goes, okay, I want to go to Germany. So he's try. So Sané could also have the interest of forcing a move back to Germany. Sané has. Well, that's actually a really good point to think about. Personal reasons that he's mentioned wanting to go back is that his girlfriend slash baby mama wants to go back to Germany. They want their kid to be raised in Germany. His mom also lives there, and his mom's not his agent, but like really close with his agent, yeah. and she kind of wants I mean, him back. Go, go so to like, Germany. Like families, it's like a what one hour plane ride, <laughs> yeah. fifteen minutes. So like a lot of his family's there. A lot of his family wants to move. So like on a personal level, I get it if he wants to go. Like. Obviously, it's the best club in the country you grew up in. I don't blame him for wanting to go to Bayern. 
I, I blame Bayern Sancho, for being dickheads the past Jayden year and a half. I think that if J.D. Yeah, Sancho goes to Man United, Borussia should hop on this immediately. Oh, please. oh my God, I'd be so happy <laughs> if we sold Sonic Dortmund. I would that be so would be happy. fire. Yes, I think that would be great. I think I'd, yeah, that's awesome. I would be that would so be great, happy. That would be great. I, I think honestly, if no one's losing except for Bayern, but that's because they if were Borussia want him for twenty million. I think Just Bruce, go. Bruce is gonna put like um, I know Bayern Munich before he, they offered like sixty, and I know the goal for Manchester City was a hundred, mm-hmm. and I think Borussia Dortmund would offer like a hundred ten. And then if they sold it when they sell Sancho for 163 million euros, yeah, yeah. they could probably do <laughs> but, that. But here's the thing. But here's the thing with that, with because Sané had like that was a bad injury that that he had that kept mm-hmm. him out the entire season. Right. That's a bad injury. Knowing how well um, the the Borussia Dortmund fitness management is, which it's not good, <laughs> I I would be kind of scared to go there. I don't know if I'd want to go there and, and have. Like, you know, the fitness, like, whoever's in charge of taking care of my body is poor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Rios, Rios missed out on a world-winning World Cup campaign because this man, because Borussia couldn't keep him healthy. Like, That's true. Yeah. Got, like, if, got, if Bruce, if, if Rios was there, Gotze would have never been subbed on. Rios would have maybe been the one scoring that And goal. then Argentina would have won. Thank you, Dortmund. I don't know. You, you, you don't know. You don't know. I don't think because that would happen. What if, what, what if all it happened because Reyes didn't go? What if Goethe got the chance? Okay, you sub in a midfielder, basically. Um, like an attacking midfielder for so all of Reyes. Yes. Okay. And you just, like, just want to narrow it down. <laughs> but, like, Argent- that's not what they needed against Argentina. They needed to finish it up against Argentina. Yeah, I guess. They needed a killer. And for 10 minutes of his career, Goethe was a killer. Goethe was the GOAT. But anyway, uh, yeah, I think that if if Sane, oh please, if, if Jaden Sancho were to go to United, Bruce Dortmund should go anywhere really. Yeah, Bruce Dortmund should immediately, immediately, like as soon as the money hits the account, just grab all of it. One sixty three for this guy. Honestly, <laughs> after everything Bayern's done be. to Borussia, that'd probably be the perfect payback. Oh, one hundred percent. They've been wanting this guy for how long? Like three years already now. Bayern's been shit shit talking City and talking up Sane for about a year and a half now. I think it'd be great. I think if they were to do that, that'd be. But that'd be realistically, all things considered, I think if City get a seventy million offer for Sane, I think we'll take it. I think we should take it, because last year we wanted a little over a hundred mil, and our argument was Hazard had one year left on his contract and he left for ninety five. Mm-hmm. Sane has two years and is like five years younger than Hazard. We should get more than that. Yeah. And I think that's a fair argument. This season, obviously, Sane's got one year left in his contract. He has he's had a pretty bad injury. So you can't expect the full 90 mil that about Hazard got, even though he still has a brighter future ahead of him because he's not fat. I think <laughs> I think City will push for 80 mil and then get hackled down to 70. What and at this you, point, I'll be okay with that. What if what if Byron offer the 40 million and Tiago? Tiago Alcantara? Yeah. Well, not you. <laughs> well, Tiago, I don't know. Yeah. Just have to clarify. That's a good deal. I could think we could use a player like Tiago Alcantara. Yeah. What if what if with what if Neymar leaves right and they go and he goes to Barca? Mm-hmm. PSG wants Sane. Would you be? Do you think that would be a good move for Sane? I don't think that'd be a good move for Sane. Why not? I think for going to PSG, even though they will have Champions League. It's it's PSG, man. Do I need to explain that? But the thing is, if if Mbappe stays, right? 
and they land a striker because Icardi wants to leave and well Icardi he's there on loan and he doesn't want to stay right and uh, Cavani this is his, this was his last year in his contract if they managed to get you know a striker there don't you think that'd be a I think that'd be a pretty fire front three there or even if Di Maria gets pushed out to the right and Mbappe's in the center like I feel like that'd be that's incredibly like, quick on paper yeah that's nice but then you just think about they play for PSG so are they going to do anything like, I guess I think PSG mean, needs to show something. It would be yeah. good. It would be good for stat padding for him. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> because because then because then if Bayern really did want him that badly after one season at at PSG and this kid has twenty six goals, yeah. they'd have to pay. They, they he would have a actual reason to be sold for you know. Yeah. Because like, don't get me wrong, in the prem he's done okay. Like he's done well. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I think his his top goal scoring campaign was twelve goals. Yeah. Like. I love Sané, but like he has his downsides. He doesn't work very hard. When he like on his days, he's great. On when he's not on his day, you can tell. He'll kind of walk around. He doesn't track back. When he beats some, when he tries to beat someone, he doesn't get it. He won't really chase for the ball. So you can tell like when he's not in the mood, he's not in the mood, and that's a really big negative of his. But definitely more than forty million. Come on. <laughs> all right, all right. <clears throat> Next one. Koulibaly to Liverpool or PSG. Which move do you think would favor him the most and why? PSG. Why? Why? Because I Thiago Silva's going to go. And there's a nice open spot right there. Marquinhos might end up leaving. To where? One or two seasons. I, I, I feel like I see Marquinhos leaving in one or two seasons. Okay. To a team. But even then, Thiago Silva's going to go. And so there's a big open spot right there for Koulibaly. Yeah, who's, who's, who's even competing for that spot? There's matter. there's Kimpembe and who else? If it, if <laughs> I think they have a another young kid. All right, so there's no but, one really competing for yeah. that spot. So that'd be that would be yeah that would be Koulibaly being right in there. And I think Koulibaly would work well with Marquinhos because that would allow Marquinhos to move up a little bit more like uh, on the field. And Koulibaly is a nice little he's he's a good walker. The guy's nice. But uh, you made a point earlier about him going to Liverpool. Just imagine. You have Alisson. And in front of Alisson, you have Koulibaly and Virgil van Dijk. And in front of Koulibaly and Virgil van Dijk, you have Fabinho. Tell me what player is getting past that. No one. No one's getting past that. Well, I mean, no, exactly. there was that one kid who bopped up Fabinho. Who was that? What, what team was he from? Was he from United? Some young, some super young player. Mm. Was he from Chelsea? I don't know. So there was that kid that did that, right? So imagine you do all that work. You bop up Fabio and you're feeling good. And you look in front of you and you see... Van Dyke and Koulibaly. Van Dyke and Koulibaly. And then you lift your eyes a little higher and you see behind them... Alisson. Yeah. Alisson. A brick wall in the goal. You're going to have to go from the sides. You're going to go classic down the wings the entire time because the center is just going to be too good. Yeah, That's but then what terrifying. you going to do? You're going to go down the wings, you're going to cross it, and there's, what, two light posts here? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're going to have to try, right? You're gonna, you're it's gonna, gonna, gonna be. It's it. gonna be. You're gonna have to have pure pacey players and nothing but crazy good through balls. And then guess what? When you're running down the right, no. When you're running down the left hand side, using all your pace, you know who's gonna outpace you? Alexander Arnold. Yeah. I don't know, cause uh, Bruno Hinkie kind of beat was beating Alexander Arnold. That's true. I think it's possible. To no, it's but not, I mean, Bruno Hinkie though impossible. is also like dumb fast. Didn't FIFA, FIFA recognize him as the fastest player of the last season? Yes. Like, uh, no, fastest player of all time. 
Oh, of all time. From, yeah, from like the start of soccer? No, from... Well, we don't know from the start of soccer, <laughs> but I'm talking about from the speed. You know, from when they started recording. Oh, to now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Okay. So, imagine you're the second fastest player, right? You're not... not you're not Brunhike, but you're up there. You feel, you're feeling good about yourself. You see Virgil van... Fabinho. Virgil van Dijk, Kulibari. You're like, huh, that's kind of scary. Let me go on around them. And guess who's keeping pace with you? Alexander-Arnold. It's just not... Who's beating that defense? <laughs> That is, that is terrifying. That's on the other side. Oh, yeah, because Andrew Robertson's so much worse. I mean, he's not... Uh, yeah, he's not, he he's oh, he's not Alexander-Arnold, he, but him, he's up there. I can see him as a bit of a hothead. You could just irritate... You irritate can, him you, all you game? He's English. You he's not English. He's, uh, he's, like, he's Irish. Scottish. Scottish. Oh, well, he's from the... Un- is he from United? He's from the UK. Yeah, yeah there he is. There. He's, he's from, from one of them. He, like, tried to whisper that, like, the mics wouldn't catch him. He's like... I don't tell him I don't know, but is he from the UK? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was pretty sure. I just had to make sure. But, like, those guys can, you know what I'm saying? You know how those guys That's play. That's what they got to tell Look at the way Scotland plays, historically. Yeah. These guys are some tough dudes. All right, yeah. all right. So, so I, think, I think him going to Liverpool would probably be the favorite, uh, you know, move for him. Well, for, for him, just, like, aside from football on a personal thing, he'd probably prefer going to France. But if he's just looking to win trophies, then obviously Liverpool. You go to France. I don't no, know what yeah. you're talking he wants about. To well, win, you, you got the Coupe de France. Sorry, you if the, you want to win Ligue things one. that actually matter. You go to France. <laughs> I'm just like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. If you want to think, win things that are worth more than the Audi Cup, if, you don't if go to Champions, France. If Champions League win, if PSU wins Champions League this yes. season, which I hope they will, then they can leave. Koulibaly then you would can make be the like, case. hey, they won Champions League. Right. And then they would buy Koulibaly, they would get all these other players, and for two years, France, uh, PSG is actually going to be high up there, and right. they're going to dip again. Okay, okay. But next, if not, Liverpool. Yeah. Next uh, next one on the list here, Icardi and Aubameyang switch. So Icardi goes to Arsenal, and uh, Aubameyang goes to, to Inter. Inter. Yep. That Milan. would be great for Inter Milan. Imagine yeah, I mean, Aubameyang yeah, yeah. and Lukaku together. Every bad touch Lukaku takes is instantly a pass because Aubameyang is fast enough to Dude, reach his them assist. All. <laughs> his assist. Obama, uh, Lukaku's assist. Oh my gosh. Off the charts. He's like going to have like 40, he's gonna have like 40 assists, assists by the end of the season. Two assists a match. And it's just going to be because Aubameyang is running up on all these heavy touches. <laughs> Aubameyang, uh, Lukaku goes to get the ball. Boom. Oh shit, heavy touch. Mm-hmm. And then there it is, Aubameyang just running it through. Just, and, that, and then he just acts like it's a pass. Like, First time pass. Yeah. Nice. His FIFA stats are going to go up. Everything's going to work out for but him. But you know what's going to happen? They're going to move him to the midfield. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to move Lukaku to the midfield. Lukaku's like, I don't I don't, I don't know what this is. I don't know what to do. Uh, I think this would be a stupid move for Icardi. I honestly feel like he'd be downgrading. Like, how are you going to go from PSG, where you did nice, you only really played half of the season, and you have more goals than most players, to go to Arsenal, unless you play every single match. It's still Arsenal. Like yeah, you're not winning eight, I'm anything. Not going to I'm not going to Arsenal or United if I'm a player. I'm not. Yeah, that's a big down. If you're if you're a Cardi and you hear that they're offering you to Arsenal, you learn to love PSG. Yeah. You find something in Paris that you like and you the just Eiffel Tower. You just wow. double down. A croissant in the morning. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's just I don't know. I don't but Aubameyang to Inter Milan. I that's good for Aubameyang. Yeah, that's great for Aubameyang. Yeah. All right, Lucas Jovic to AC Milan, loan or permanent? Permanent. Uh, no. Let's say let 
it would be a permanent move. It was 35 million. 35 million for for him to go there. But let's say let's say Madrid decides to loan him instead. I think I think if it's a loan, I think that would work out for both teams because that gives each team like what two years. Well, that that gives Luka Jovic two years to get in a form where Madrid can appreciate you, and uh, it gives AC Milan two good years as well because they have Ibrahimovic up there, and I don't even know what the other guy's name is. Castillejo. No, you talking about the guy who does the guns. Yeah, was it that? I Call think it was that way, yeah. Oh. And, like, you see, we don't know him. We don't <laughs> know who it is. So, I feel like that'd be good for AC Milan for those two years because that way they can actually find a striker or if it's, like, a loan option to buy, that would work out for both of them because then if he likes it in Italy, he could just stay in Italy. Yeah. Right. And Real Madrid didn't really lose anything because they spent two years winning without him. So, you know, it all works out. But if it's a permanent move for right now... I feel like that'd be. I I feel like it'd be good. I feel like it'd be good for AC Milan, but I feel like that's such a drastic change for for Javik because like he's not bad. He had one bad season. Well, to be fair, he had one good season as well. Yeah, but that was the same thing with Piatek. And who's who's to say AC Milan's not going to do the same thing they did to Piatek with Javik if he goes there and he doesn't perform? Well, exactly. That's the thing. But the thing really, Javik had a good season and then he set his sights way too high at Madrid. But you I can't feel, really base him off that one season. But but what I feel though, what I feel though is you can't buy you a can't player. You can't base him off of the small, like the, the bad season. Yeah, you can't you can't fair. find him. You can't yeah you can't buy a player, right? Who doesn't speak a language remotely close. He's from Serbia. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Th- <laughs> or was he Serbian? I'm, yeah, I think he is. And, and you expect him to learn how to understand in Spanish, and play in in Spain's largest team within a year. Well, not even within a year. They wanted him to be pulling bits as soon as he got there. Well, that's my thing. He if had, they, like, a month. If they sell him to AC Milan, like you said, it's going to be another drastic change, another drastic transfer. And the odds that he's going to perform are yeah, pretty he bad. For him, I don't think going to AC Milan, like, on paper, it seems like, oh, it's a less... It's got a calmer environment. I'm not going to get booed every week for every pass I make. But he's got to go through a transition all over again, and his first three months are probably gonna be bad. But that's why I said it, if it's a loan, especially it'd be with those, talent, it, especially with those AC Milan always rotating exactly. coaches, like it's oh, that's what happens to Pocket. It's like a revolving door. That's what happened to that's what happened to Piatek, who we just all, talked about. Yeah, all these players. If that he gets are sold Milan, up, I don't think he's gonna last there either. All these players that come up and then oh, but there's like a new well, coach got two. And now Piatek is in Hertha, right? Like which I thought was disrespectful. This man had a nice previous season. He had a nice two seasons ago, or like a semi-nice two seasons ago. He showed improvement. This one season, he was at Italy. You expect this man, who's nowhere, he's from nowhere near Italy, to learn Italian, play Italian soccer, and be pulling bits the moment he lands off the plane? Right. Like, these play, they have to realize, especially for these younger players, you can't just throw them out there and expect them to play. Like, you got to give them at least a year. Because... Yeah, they don't even know the language. How the hell are they gonna understand? Yeah, I guess pass is pretty. It's pretty, you know, same all around. But it's like just communication on like a teammate level on a regular day to day basis. I highly doubt Luka Jovic is getting invited over people's homes. No one knows how to speak his language. He doesn't know how to speak anyone else's language. You can go to all around a translator all the time. No, I'm pretty sure he has. Uh... Like, uh, he knows, I'm pretty sure every, At this almost point, every, everyone, yeah, I'm, but I believe almost every but not player enough to con- more or less knows. Yeah, yeah but it's English. not enough, but it's, it's the same thing with like Gareth Bale. Like Gareth Bale, he's, he's, he's like, he never really went places mm-hmm. in Spain. 
he was he was nice. He was a good player. He was a world class player, which is why he succeeded. But imagine if he actually knew how to interact with his own teammates. Imagine if he actually liked half the people he was playing with. Yeah, like it'd be it'd be very different. I feel like that's where Jovic like you can't just right. bring in a player and be like, ah, you suck this one year where you don't know how to do anything. You can't even speak Spanish to us. Ha ha. Like first of all, that's rude. That's yeah, so wrong. I feel like Jovic staying at Madrid would probably be his best bet. Because you, you, like, yeah, you send him on loan. He's going to have to get used to it again. AC Milan hasn't really been a good spot for talent recently. Even their keeper is starting to want to leave. Gianluigi Buffon? Not, yeah. Not Buffon, uh, Donnarumma. Donnarumma, Gianluigi. And he's been there since he was a kid. He, and he made he his started breakthrough. started from there, yeah. Yeah, a few years ago. So, it's like, you can tell, like, AC Milan is also not the best spot for young talents. So, maybe it's not as much pressure as Madrid, but it's still... There's still something messed up going behind the scenes. Dude, remember that rumor that came out that Louis Vuitton was going to buy AC Milan? Oh, my. I would have loved that. That would have been the most wild thing. I would have yeah. bought an AC Milan jersey every year. It would have cost like $300, but I still would have got one. I, yeah, yeah, I sure. think it would be more than the average. I think it would be like 120 for like the replica. replica. And then, and then like, like 200. I think it would be more like 180, 160, 180 yeah. like, uh, for um, the player, the the player the authentic. authentic. It'd be... That would it, be wild. That would have been wild. But in reality, they fire, all cost though. $50. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm Absolutely. saying? But I feel like a reason, one reason why that wouldn't have happened, Louis Vuitton is a French brand, I believe. Really? Yeah, I oh, don't think yeah. it's Italy. I don't think it's Italian. Yeah, it is a French. Yeah, so so it'd be kind of, you know, like it wouldn't be the... Uh, it wouldn't be the go-to move for Italy. <laughs> so like Italy, if, if both France and Italy want to say that they're the fashion capital of the world and then an Italian team gets bought by a French <laughs> brand... I think you lost. All right. <laughs> okay. Cavani, free move to Atleti. I... Okay, that, that works for Cavani. That works for Cavani. I don't know if... It, like, I mean, Atleti just need goals. <clears throat> I think, like, their four forwards have scored, like, nine goals in the entire season. Who, who did they bought? They bought, um... They had Diego Costa. They have no, Morata. Um, young kid. Felix. Jean Felix. Jean Felix. Yeah, but it's just the way they play. It just doesn't... I don't think that's the well, case. I don't think that's the case, bro. Because if you're a nice player, you can be nice everywhere. No, because if your if your team is mainly defensive and they don't well, really you can... buy players to focus on serving the ball that much, mm-hmm. and their whole thing is on counterattack and all stuff, you're not gonna don't don't be expecting to score but, but as that's many not, goals. That's but that, not, no, no not, but his thing is even as much goals, goals. But you're expecting more than ten from your four forwards. From all four of them combined, like for sure. And the thing, the thing with the, here's the thing that happened with John, the John Felix thing too. This kid had half of a good season. He scored a hat trick in champ in, in in Europa League. He didn't he didn't do it anywhere relevant. He didn't he didn't do anything. He didn't win anything in his career relevant. You know what I mean? This kid had half a good season. They paid 120 million for him. He had all this pressure. And don't get me wrong, he is good. When you watch him play, the kid knows what he's doing. But he just doesn't have that support on the field, right? Other than Angel Correa, but there again, he's also young, and they don't. Yeah. You can't have nothing but young players up there because you need someone with the experience to tell them, like, hey, relax, calm down, do this instead, do that. You know what I mean? You need someone there to teach them. Um, Diego Costa isn't. Yeah, Diego Costa is not the type of guy to do that. Diego Costa, he he's not the type of guy to do. That. He'll protect them for sure if someone tries to pick a fight, but he's not the type of guy to instruct them. Morata is not that type of guy either. He's not Morata even a, just. I wouldn't even want Morata instructing me, to be honest. I, dude, I have. I like we all. None of us here are players. But if I were to become a pro right now, 
and went out to try to tell me what to do, I'd be like, dude, what are you, who are you? <laughs> like, no. It, it's not, so Morata, Morata really can't even be, like, brought into this. So it really does come down to them needing somebody that, that can instruct them. Cavani will still bring in goals because Cavani, he is a goal scorer. He, he, he knows he's a goal scorer. Right, he knows what to do. I don't like him, but he's a goal scorer. And he's, he will be able to instruct them. He is a little brash. So they might, you know, they might have some rubbing there, like some growing pains to try to get used to him. But at the end of the day, I'd much rather listen to Cavani than Diego Costa and Morata. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Cavani's yeah. more proven. Yeah, so... More level head, too. So, yeah. so, there, so there's that, you know what I mean? But uh, at the end of the day, that'd be a stupid move, though. For the what? guy for, for for everyone, Cavani's thirty. I mean, it'd be oh, good Cavani, for Cavani. It'd, it'd, it'd be good for Cavani, but it'd be bad for Atleti because all you're doing is you have you're getting the same problem and then going let's subtract three years from it <laughs> and then just like wait three years for this problem to become a, like a thing again. Yeah, that's true. But the thing is, Atleti, like they spent so much money last season. To be fair, I thought Atleti had the best transfer window, and it turns out they definitely the did not. <laughs> No, no, I like I said, I'll, I think a part they of they just kind of need someone, like you said, to instruct the younger players and a, to get goals. I think a part of it is, yeah, that 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 can be true, and I do, I definitely see that. But I think a part of it is is also the system. No, wait, in which they play. You can you, know? you can definitely say that the system is a factor, but then you also have to look at Griezmann was getting at least tw- like I'm not a big Griezmann fan, yeah. but he was but getting, he was 20, getting yeah. like 20, 25 goals per season. That's true. So it's like, yeah, the system definitely plays a part. But and, he had Fernando Torres there during like. The first time he was, the first season he was there, it was also different. he was iffy when he, he got Arden there. Turan too was also yeah, there. like and so it's, but, you know? but then it's like when he got when, when Fernando Torres came on, Fernando Torres is a proven striker who has played all forms of methods. He he most definitely was a valuable asset to Griezmann in his development. Right, and that'll be that. Cavani to Jean Felix right now, if anything. Yeah, because the last few seasons Griezmann's kind of done it by himself. Yeah. I think it'd be lit if instead of Cavani going to Atleti, it was Gabi Gol going to Atleti. Gabi Barbosa. Yeah, because know. yeah, because this guy, you know, Flamengo, they play they they play attacking for sure, but then on tougher games they do play that counter attacking yeah, football. Yeah, he played the. He's just more. He's just efficient. That's yeah, what he is. so he knows. So he knows how to drop back. He knows how to do that. So even if it's like, all right, they're all like the same age, right? Morata, Correa, Jean Felix, and and Gabi Gol, but. Gabigol has the experience playing in that type of... And He's one of Libertadores. Yeah, so... Gabigol was actually proven, whereas João Felix had six good months. I mean, Morata. Gabigol, had a, he had a bad run in, in Europe. In, but that's in Italy again. Again, yeah, where they, where, where they, they waste the talent. Very bad with talent, we mentioned that. So, I think the kid can still most definitely go there. And he can most definitely prove himself. And, and I think it, it would actually help in like them growing overall. Because if you were to keep, if you were to put, you know, Gabby Gol as like that target man, it would act, it would just assist with, um, you giving him the ball, like almost like a false time. You give him the ball and then allow Jean Felix and Quadrado to run up and play that attacking football on that, on the third half. You know, well, on the third half. <laughs> uh, Shameless plug. And the, uh, <laughs> on the, yeah, yeah. I guess that's what it would, is that what they call it? The third half of the pitch there. You well, mean no, not the final third. third. The final third. That's there what it was go. called. Holy gosh! It wow. took me way too long to. Yeah, the final third. Yeah, that, the final third of that pitch, like of, of the field, like they mm-hmm. they'd be able to play their football there because they have somebody who knows how to play in that system already. Yeah, right. Um, let's end it off with uh, the this 
complete, almost complete uh, makeover of uh, Real Madrid on players that are leaving. Oh yeah, so Madrid has five list uh, a list of five names that they most definitely have decided on um, getting rid of. At least, yeah, they want to. Yeah, um, and the five lists. Oh, the five lists. The five names are Bale, James, Luca Vasquez, Modric, and Mariano. Um, Bale, we all know his story. No, he's staying there forever. He's staying there forever. He's gonna retire there. He's, he's a club legend. <laughs> he's gonna get a he's statue. He's also won three Champions Leagues. Does no? Does nobody really remember that? He might have four. He, no, he only has three. No, because he was there yeah, for three in a row. Hold on. And then he won the one against Atleti. This man's has four Champions Leagues. Damn, that's that's many. That Come is on, a, that is club legend status. That, that's club legend. That's club know? legend status it's, right there. Just ask him where he wants his tr- where he wants his statue. Not if he wants one. Not. <laughs> All right, right next to Ronaldo's. He here's he here's it. the thing. Here's the thing. He he could have left and had club legend status if he left when they wanted him to leave. Because no, he, I don't think I because don't think no because he, he didn't leave. No, because, because no because he when didn't Madrid leave. Madrid wants you to leave. It's not because you're a legend. No, but here's the <laughs> thing. But here's the, but the thing is the fans the fans you know yeah they were like yeah Bale should maybe go like he's not doing it for us mm-hmm. anymore. But he would have left almost like more gracefully. He would have left on good terms. Exactly. He wouldn't have left club legends. So, but but at least that's that's much better. Like when talking about club legends, you can bring him into that discussion because, like we just said, he has four Champions Leagues for them. He's won the same La Liga's with uh, you know with them that uh, just about everyone else did except for like three that Ronaldo might no not even because Ronaldo was there when uh, Mourinho was there. So there's only one that he won with Mourinho. Mm-hmm. So. He he has all the same almost like he has really comparable if, accolades. If he, he was he was a club legend. If he left, he would have at least been in the discussion. If he looks strictly at accolades, yes. yeah, <laughs> he would have he would have left with more of that you know like that discussion on him that that that, that the supporting parts on him. But now if he leaves, fans are just gonna be like, finally that piece of shit's gone. Like right. in reality, he wasn't. But guess what? He's not gonna care. <laughs> he's playing golf. He's having a grand old time. All right, James. James, if he leaves, he's going to go to Everton. I think James should go to boy, Newcastle, bro. Me with his boy, uh, Ancelotti. Okay, yeah. I didn't really see No, why he, shouldn't go to, he shouldn't go to He should Newcastle. go to Newcastle, man. No, Newcastle got that money. Not Newcastle. <laughs> no, we, I, I, I like Newcastle James should get Coutinho. Newcastle should get Coutinho and James. No. There you go. Actually, that's that's something right there. Yeah, yeah, that's good for the team, but not good for the players. I don't yeah, think no, so. not good. I think... I trust Newcastle's a different situation. I trust Ancelotti to handle Hamas pretty well. Yeah. That'd be a good transfer for him. Uh, all right, Luca Vasquez, there's no need for him. That's all that that's the only point that I need. There is no need for Luca Vasquez. He's a good squad player. No, he's not. He's not. And no, I don't know why he's not. Rodrigo has played less minutes considerably less minutes than he has this season. And has scored considerably more goals when you when when you look at it as a ratio. Man played one his first Champions League match. What did he do? He scored a hat trick. Luca Vasquez has had how many games with Real Madrid to try to score at least two? He hasn't even had a brace. Luca Vasquez just isn't it. People thought he was good, it. He's a good squad player. He wasn't he's it. He's a good person he's to have it. on your bench because obviously you can't have a bench full of Rodrigo's Vinicius because you need them all on the field. <laughs> so it's kind of upsetting to see him go because obviously he was, I think he came from the academy as well. He's born Yeah, he came from the academy. So it's, it's sad to see him go. But there's no need for him, bro, because there's also Asensio. You're going to tell me who... If I give you these three names on Honestly, a piece of paper, I'm Lucas gonna, Vasquez, Asensio, and Rodrigo, who are you picking? You're not picking Vasquez. That's true. 
You know what I mean? Like, even if Rodrigo's the one on the bench, I'd rather have Asensio on yeah, the field that's than I, Vasquez. That's what I'd, say. I'd start Asensio and put Rodrigo on the bench. Like, Vasquez, there's no space for him. I'll be completely honest. I forgot all about Asensio. He's been injured that long. I completely set my mind. Yo, Asensio played, like, Messi and Ronaldo wrapped in one player for, like, three games last year. And everyone was like, this is the guy. And then, This is the guy to, to you know, change everything. Change yeah, and, then, and then it just, like, completely, like... He, he leveled off. That's all it was. It, it's I'm not saying he dropped because when you're young, you're going to have games where you think you're God and then games where you don't even know what a soccer ball is. You know what I mean? He just he found that medium he can perform at consistently and it just wasn't at that super top level. But he's most definitely a great player, though. I, I, I would say that. I wouldn't say he's world class, but he's great. He's got the potential. He's up there. He's still young, too, so he could reach good heights, especially since he's at Madrid. If yeah. they start doing things. So, yeah, considering I completely forgot about Asensio, yeah, it's sad to see Vasquez go, but... It's really not that There's sad. no need for him, you're right. He'd probably do what, a severe or something? Modric. He's got to go. He's got to go. That's just the... He's just got to go. <laughs> Modric... I was never his big. I was never Modric's biggest fan, but obviously you could see the talent there. You could see the ability, and on his good days he was really good. On his bad days he was above average, but he's just so past it. Like as soon as the World Cup ended, he was like, "Yeah, I think I'm end my career now," I mean, and just kept playing. I mean, retired on the field, after, basically. Wait, uh, yeah. After he won the World Cup, he won. After he played, got, you know, got second place. He also got what he uh, he got the Ballon d'Or. Unjustly, don't, don't know how that happened. Unjustly, he got people. So he's done. He's like, this is the this is the most the Croatian players ever achieved, I believe. Kind of, don't cite me on that. But um, it's just that was so unjust, man. I really think I think Rakitic played a better campaign. He had a better season all around, in my opinion. And the fact that they really looked at Rakitic and went, Modric, <laughs> you're it. And I'm like, did, dude, ridiculous. Wait, in the 2018, did. Uh, I think that was Madrid, Madrid. That was Madrid Champions League against uh, Liverpool. Oh yeah, so like he kind of. That was when Barcelona lost four. Z- no. They lost to Roma, right? They lost to Roma. Ah, good times. <laughs> Dude, oh, I, was, I was making fun of my friend. We were watching inside a classroom, and then I, I was just seeing his face as a goal after the other. <laughs> oh, there's a friend of mine, Miguel. That season, every game he's like every game he predicted the score. And it happened exactly as he said. Yo, that's facts. I remember Every that. Every game, he said exactly what was going to happen, and it f- happened to the T. He should have put money on it. He should have put money on it. This guy, like, everything. It was crazy. All right. Mariano Diaz. Listen, man. Wasn't he supposed to... He was supposed to be the one that, like, came in for... Real no, so this is what... This is, this was I'm his, not saying, like, he has to fill... No, no, this, this, this was his story. He came this, in. this was his story. He was actually already there when Ronaldo was there. Yeah. What happened was he was there. I think he came up through their academy or something. And uh, they sold him. Ronaldo left. They sold him yeah. to Leon. They bought yeah. him back. And then... Now they're going to sell him again. Now they're going to sell him again. And honestly, I don't see any need for him to, to remain. They have Hazard and then Vinicius Jr. for that position. So Mariano Diaz is... Uh, he was a panic buy just because no one expected Ronaldo to leave. And then he left. And then they kind of just hoped for the best that he would do well. Cause just because they knew they could get him for cheap because of the fact that they sold him. But... He didn't it do didn't poorly. He just he's just not Madrid level. He's just player. not Madrid level. Yeah. yeah. And then um, they do also have a, an issue with uh, uh, what's it called? They need there's like a certain amount of non-European players they can have on their team, so they have to pick between like who to keep between uh, 
Henier, Vinicius Jr., Rodrigo, Kubo. Do they count? Because they're under twenty-one. No, they. If you're on, if you're playing on the main squad, you count. Gotcha. So they have to, they have to make that decision. But the one thing that a lot of South American players do, right, is they find like some great, great, great grandfather who was like Portuguese or whatever. Right. Yeah, they get evidence. They go to the thing. Yeah, they like, naturalize hey. that country, like that nation. But Vinicius Jr. and Rodrigo aren't finding that no. ancestry anytime they're, soon. Yeah. No, they're <laughs> far. They just don't have that in them. However, Henier. I just thought of the most out-of-pocket joke. I can't say that on the podcast. Henier, however, can possibly find like an Italian or German or yeah. something like that. German, in I don't know. But Italian, yeah. I think there's something there, maybe. Um, Because they... and Well, things like Kubo, you can't either. Like, Kubo... It's like they, they don't... that, And that's a loophole many, many teams have been using. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... They just don't. I just don't. I think that they're kind of stuck there. They're lucky. They're lucky. Turkey, and when it comes to soccer, is considered European. Yeah. Um. Because Hakimi then doesn't have to worry about that. He's gonna come in. He's gonna take Wait, Kavala's is, position. Is, is um. Hakimi, he's Turkish. Hakimi's Turkish. Yeah, I'm pretty positive. I don't think Hakimi's Turkish, my guy. What is he? I think he's Moroccan. Is he Moroccan? I think he's Moroccan. Oh, he is. He is Moroccan. Moroccan. I wasn't he correct. He is Moroccan. So yeah, so Hakimi does have to worry about that, but the thing is, not just yet, because he still has one year left on his loan. All you gotta do is do like uh, Cotillo. Like Cotillo married someone who has Portuguese uh, ancestry and then ancestry citizenship, it. and they claimed it, and then he there you go. It, you know, they yeah. outside so. the box. But yeah, uh, so they have that loan issue there too because they want to call like they want to call players like Hakimi back. Kubo, they wouldn't mind keeping him out on loan for a little bit longer because he's he's only eighteen. Henia, they they said that they want to send on loan because he's too good for Castilla. Um, but there's no space. But there's no space in the you know obviously you know uh, up top for him. So they want to send him on loan. What they might do is they might call back Odegaard and send him to Sociedad. Right, that's where Odegaard's at. Yeah. Yeah, and send him to Sociedad and have him play there. Um, which I think would be, I think, a, a good idea. Yeah. But uh, also, Anyone you know, Madrid Madrid thinks about their loans fairly well. You know, they yeah. don't just loan players out. Yeah, they have a good so. management team. Yeah. Wasn't there a time where Chelsea had so many players on loan? Chelsea has like 30 people on loan. Yeah. Chelsea's one of the... Oh, my God. Chelsea has... I think, I think that you can't have more than 52 players, like, officially as, like, a squad for you. And I think Chelsea had, at one point... Enough players that if they called back, they'd have to, they would have to sell them. Like they wouldn't be allowed to keep them because they'd be over their uh, yeah. fifty-two player limit. Well, Chelsea might have less now just because some of the loan players they had are on the main team now, just because they yeah. kind of lost everyone. That's true. But at one point, like two or three years ago, they had like thirty players on loan. Yeah, like I, there was I, a WhatsApp group I, just of the loan players. I remember that. Um, I was reading an article before. It's like, what is Chelsea gonna do with all these players coming back? Because they're all coming back around the same time. Yeah, want them again. The thing is, the thing with me is, I feel like it's just so upsetting. Like players like Lucas Piazon and uh, well, Kennedy is now permanently at Getafe, mm. so he's so he finally found a place. But like Lucas Piazon has been there and he's been getting sent out on loan since he was like sixteen. This man hasn't seen a single minute with Chelsea. Like, and he's like what twenty four now. Like. Stop playing with this kid's career, man. If you don't want him, just sell him. Honestly, if he's playing pits. Or at least pretty bits. <laughs> that's pretty that's bits. like that's like pretty good. Um, I think for him, I think he'd be like, "Hey, like sell me, like 
please. Pre- like, I'd go to other clubs and try to get them interested. Yeah, in for sure. Because like, I'm not playing this... Uh, even if you went to, like, a smaller team, you know what I mean? Like, or... Not not just like Lucas Piazza, but like for all players who have been. If you, I feel like if you've been on a team and you've been loaned out more than five times, like, what, what are you still? They doing don't there? want you, bro. But yeah, like pick your crown up king. There? Just go. Pick your crown up king. All right. Um. I think we'll end it there. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Next all week right. we'll for most. De- oh, next week. Next time we'll most definitely have. The results, yeah, for the, the results for the sim matches for the the, the Continental Cup and stuff. So. All right. Have a good one, guys. Peace. Take care.